This week's show was first posted December 29th and was a look back at the progress we made during 2022 in finding answers to one question. How are we going to power mobility? This episode serves as a great reminder of how important this work is, especially as we rapidly transition to electric vehicles. This conversation will be the focus of our upcoming expert panel morning event at Lawrence Technological University on May 24th. Get your ticket at globalautomobility.com. 2022 was a fascinating year. Our coverage on this podcast to make global automobility ranged from advances in AV technology to progress driven by AI, as well as stories about robots, drones, space, IoT, smart cities, and the metaverse. We learned about improvements to people's lives, whether the story was about 5G and smart farming, miniaturization and healthcare, or AI minimizing wildfires and other climate driven concerns. As interesting as all of this is, nothing happens, nothing recognizes your face, nothing drives itself, nothing cleans the air or removes space junk, nothing moves without power. Powering mobility is a story that is the common thread through everything we covered in 2022. So here's a look back on the progress we made and maybe a reality check about what we still need to accomplish to put innovation in motion. You've got something to say, and we can help you say it. Detroit Media Productions is here for your audio, photography, and video needs. DetroitMediaProductions.com Hi, this is Cindy Polakowski. In January, we kicked off the year with Michigan Governor Whitmer's announcement of an air mobility corridor development in Michigan and Ontario. It was a first-of-its-kind study designed to test the feasibility of commercial drones and other aerial systems. Important in a state like Michigan, where aviation contributes more than $22 billion to the state economy each year. Also in January, we covered news about flying taxis powered by hydrogen and how that work was driven by startups and inventors, as well as bigger names like Airbus and Hyundai. Finally, in the same month, a breakthrough story about a University of Michigan team working on a way to quintuple the range of an EV by applying a membrane containing recycled Kevlar to batteries. In February, we read about robots with insect-like wings capable of generating more power than the animals they are modeled after. And in the same month, the White House announced a $5 billion plan in an effort to blanket U.S. highways with EV charging stations addressing the biggest reason not to buy an EV. In March, there was news from San Diego State University about work being done to head off and reuse the flood of retired EV batteries expected in the not-so-distant future. Perhaps it was a recognition of the activity reported just the following month when Chase Bank announced a partnership with EVGo to build charging stations at the bank's branches. Also in April, we learned another reason to consider an EV during a time of rolling power outages and other concerns about the grid. The promise of turning your EV battery into a mini power plant for your home. The Powering Electric Vehicles campaign features industry leaders and experts. Running through the spring of 2023, the program will feature informational and educational content, as well as a May networking event. More at globalautomobility.com. May saw a lot about EV affordability. One story factored in the rising cost of gas, 
remember this past May? As well as EV incentives and rebates to show how EVs might be cheaper to own than gas-powered vehicles, as much as $6,000 less expensive annually. At the same time, EV charging station operator Electrify America announced a 15-year virtual power agreement, making the VW subsidiary the largest open network in North America to make such a commitment to develop solar photovoltaic renewable energy capabilities. In June, we learned that a Colorado-based battery developer was a step closer to producing solid-state batteries for EV use, plus some important announcements from Detroit's long-standing domestic car makers. GM cut the price of the popular Chevy Bolt, undercutting the Nissan Leaf and claiming the cheapest EV in the U.S. Meanwhile, Ford added 6,000 jobs, previewed a new Mustang, and in a kind of PR coup, announced that the F-150 Lightning bi-directional charging capabilities could be used to recharge stranded Tesla vehicles. Looking for better ways to manage your IT, phone systems, or remote workforce? Improve your organization using technology that works for you. PSNTechnology.com In July, South Korea's LG Chemical agreed to supply 950,000 tons of cathode-active material to General Motors, a crucial element in lithium-ion batteries, and enough to build 5 million electric cars. In the same month, General Motors announced a set of partnerships designed to build thousands of EV charging stations, set at 50-mile intervals along U.S. highways. And on top of this news, rival Ford began a trial of robotic EV charging stations, especially designed to make recharging available to drivers with disabilities. In August, the federal government's new inflation reduction legislation offered a $7,500 tax credit for an EV, as long as it was assembled in North America. At the same time, the state of California pushed to triple EV sales over four years and completely phase out gas-powered cars in the next decade. Ford, in the same month, cut salaried and contract jobs as it continued to shift to electric vehicles. September saw a large number of stories and announcements focused on powering EVs. In Detroit at the North American International Auto Show, President Biden showed up to announce an initial $900 million in infrastructure money dedicated to placing EV chargers across 53,000 miles of the national highway system in 35 states. We heard about infrastructure issues we will have to deal with if we are all going to charge our cars at the same time. We also heard from Rivian Sustainability Chief about the importance of responsible mining learned about a Carnegie Mellon research project that uses AI and robots to build better batteries, and really enjoyed learning about a student project at the Eindhoven University of Technology in the Netherlands, where a specially equipped EV rides behind a polluting diesel truck, capturing the clouds of smoke, clearing the air as it goes. We will be right back. Right. We'll be right back. I'm ready. Michigan leads in technology-driven innovation. See how at mytechnews.com, mitechnews.com.
In October, the Chevy Bolt was again in the news. No matter the other newer GM models and newer battery technology coming to market, the affordable Bolt was still in high demand. Meanwhile, Volvo announced that its electric SUV would offer bi-directional charging, meaning it could be used as a generator during a blackout. And Sono Motors announced the Scion, an EV 100% powered by solar energy. A huge thing for environmentally conscious consumers as well as investors. In the same month, another couple of EV battery plants were announced in Michigan, part of an economic development initiative attracting $4 billion in investment and creating 4,500 jobs. November saw more innovation. AV and EV freight company Einride announced plans for a network of autonomous electric truck charging stations in Sweden and the U.S. And on two streets near downtown Detroit, a two-year plan was announced to create a wireless system that would involve embedding technology in the pavement and, as a result, charge electric vehicles while they are being driven. As the year wraps up, the work continues. This month, we read about artificial intelligence being used to bring solar power closer to practical use. And we learned that General Motors' dealer community charging program is on track to roll out 40,000 new plug-in points, nearly doubling the number of public charging stations in the U.S. and Canada. And, of course, the nuclear fusion announcement just two weeks ago was big news. But just as it took decades to make this progress, we are sure it will take some time for that achievement to light the dashboard on my EV. Meanwhile, a little closer to where most of us live, Deloitte tells us that the most popular EV in Germany is not the Tesla, it's not a Bolt, it's a bike. Germans are two and a half times more likely to own an e-bike than an EV. Of course, even that will change. So as we think about the new year and all of the news yet to report, I want to wish you all a happy, electrifying, and power-filled 2023. Happy New Year! Read these stories and more at globalautomobility.com and subscribe to Smart Mobility today on your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to receive our weekly newsletter and follow us on social media at Smart Mobility Today. Produced by Detroit Media Productions, this is Smart Mobility Today.